Welcome to the Kinjas Podcast. Here we will discuss dance, life, and whatever the f*** we want. Welcome back to another episode of the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. Today we have two OG K-pop artists. We have Yoo Soon Jun and Chris Kim from the group Sharp. This was definitely a blast from the past. These guys came from what I consider to be the golden era of K-pop music, the late 90s and early 2000s. Chris uh, was from the group Sharp, and Sharp was one of the first highly successful mixed gender groups active during a time when most groups were single gender groups like SES, Finkel, Xinhua, HOT. Um, and Yoo Sung Jun stepped into the scene in 1997 with his debut album West Side and his blow up single Kawi, which became uh, an iconic dance move. You guys can YouTube, Google that. Uh, his albums West Side, 1998 V2 for Sale, Now or Never, uh, broke records with um, being one of the highest selling records for the first week of sales ever at that time. In 2010, he made his movie debut in the film Little Big Soldier with Jackie Chan, uh, which was really interesting how he uh, he gets into the story of um, how he met Jackie Chan. I think that was one of my favorite parts of this conversation. Both of these guys definitely represent a time where Korean music was very new in terms of crossing over into the States. And it's funny how they put that the term K-pop wasn't even a, a term and it's kind of evolved obviously to what K-pop is today. They talk about their careers in terms of how it started for them and ultimately where their careers kind of in that industry ended. Yoo Sung Jun talks about a very personal story with uh, how his career in the Korean music scene or in that space kind of was forced to end. It was really interesting because I think this is the first time he's ever ever actually really talked about it um, in a space like this. I think just the life lessons that he's learned from that, um, I won't get into it too much because I want you guys to get it for yourself, but there's a lot that he has learned through um, traversing through the entertainment industry and he talks about the quote-unquote darker side of the k-pop industry and things that people um, may not know the things that you're not going to see on camera and, and all the, the the stuff that goes behind the scenes and and just the things that he's able to kind of step away from and learn and now being a father and being a husband and still uh, pursuing a career just with a different slightly different path I think his journey is definitely something that I feel like there's a lot of just straight up life lessons to be learned from from his story. I think this was really cool, even from a personal standpoint, me being um, a, a fan of him first and having the opportunity to, to dance with him um, in early in my dance career and kind of just seeing all the roads kind of coming together now. I think just the whole serendipitous timing i think is uh is really cool for me personally and i think there's just a lot to be gained from here especially just with the climate of what's going on within entertainment and um us losing a lot of just you know young artists that um yeah there's just a lot of stuff that we probably don't see um you know in front of the cameras all the time and i think it's really important for uh the truth and the kind of the the side that we don't know to kind of get out there so i think there's a lot there to be gained fun episode i think yeah the lightning rounds and all that stuff are cool but i i personally feel like there's a lot of depth and a lot of wisdom to be uh gleaned from these two guys experience so let's just jump right in 
Welcome back to the Kinjas Podcast, Movement in the Shadows. I'm your host, Ben. We got the squad back there. We got Justin Kim behind the cameras. We got Jay Lai on sound. Folks, super stoked today. We got we got blast from the past <laughs> in the house. We got OG K-pop. Oh, yeah. I'm talking, I feel like 90s was the golden era for k-pop well, i feel like it's the golden era for for music in general like hip-hop and r&b was really good mm-hmm. in that time that's right and uh but yeah k-pop is in the house yep. we got yu sung jun we got we got chris kim What's from good? sharp yeah in the house <laughs> welcome What's to the up? show What's you guys up? What's up? thank you for What's having us good? it's good yeah. to have you guys um so i'm gonna give a little walk down memory lane the history over here so steve young uh he came out well you came out to la in what early 2000 early 2000 like right 2003? after 2003 yeah, it was 2000 more like 2002 2002 but then when i first met you it was 2003 yeah yeah i think yeah right? yeah. yeah so i was a huge fan <laughs> so i got into so k-pop I. I got oh, into k-pop <laughs> i got into k-pop in the late 90s right um that was actually right when i started dancing and i started dancing because of k-pop which right. is funny because my sister um i was in eighth grade she took me to a lula concert uh-huh wow and at the, at the right. time i thought it was just like ah, i don't, don't want to do this this is, <laughs> this is lame right and and i went to the concert but i secretly loved it really and um and then that's when i started to practice dance like right. by myself in my right. room I would try to find. Oh, I, my mom would go to the Korean video store with the videotapes. Yeah, the VHS, VHS tapes. If you know about VHS, the old time, yeah, for sure. And I would tell her like, "Oma, like get me those K-pop, like Inky Kayo and all those." Right, Kayo Top Ten. Yeah, Kayo Top Ten. And I just like just get me as many as you can, and I would watch it, and I would just take the choreography and then just like practice it in my room. So can I ask you what was some of your famous choreography songs of that era? Oh, H.O.T. Candy. Oh, right? nice. And yeah. then straight up Kawi. Kawi. When, when Kawi came out, yeah. I was just like, yo, this guy can dance. <laughs> oh, thank and you. And it, oh, it was crazy because I'm I'm getting introduced to the whole dancing in general. Right. So the fact that I saw a guy who looks like me, you know, Asian guy, right. yeah. um, able to move, it was it was a trip. And I was shock. super stoked yeah, on that. It was like a culture shock. Did we call super. it K-pop back then? Like, I mean, is there, I was know. there a word term I don't like even, K-pop? No, I, I just, mean, I started hearing K-pop. We called it Korean music. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I mean? we yeah. used to call it just, just Korean, Korean music, yes, right? right? Yeah, and then, yeah, K-pop, like, you know, I think just that... Just popped out of nowhere, like, you know, like... It became 2006 a, or something a genre like of its own around like I, I believe like the early 2000s when people when like outside Korean people started uh, I guess like getting more fond of it I yeah, believe yeah yeah I mean because at that time I think it was just Korean kids well I, I, I know Korean American kids you know at that time there was a, a group of people that started to like migrate towards right, that kind of music yeah, yeah. and we would introduce it to each other it's like yo have you heard of this this right. group or this artist They're like no and then we would share it because right. all those vhs tapes i would literally borrow from my friends yep. and then you know there was uh these stores in this like the korean like the k-town uh-huh. plazas yeah, that yeah. would sell cds right yeah. you know so we would go to the the those stores and find the cds and then you know to be honest, we'd burn CDs and share it with oh, yeah, each other yeah, and all right. that. And like, yeah. it was, I feel like it was the, <laughs> the birth of it becoming big. Yeah. And then that was also kind of when internet was pretty new too. 
Starting right. new, yeah. yeah. When MP3 was starting to like yes. taking over. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And then we found there was these forums. There was a forum, I think it was called Soompi. Soompi.com. And um, it was so exciting because that was just where every kid that was into it all would go on these forums and enter these chat rooms and just just pretty much geek out over right. K-pop. K-pop. Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, man. This is a... So, yeah. Anyway, me being such a huge fan... <laughs> And then when I heard you had come out to LA and then you were um, doing shows, oh, yeah. I don't even know how it first started because like... I don't even know either. <laughs> I don't know how I got linked up with you, but I just remember when I got, I think I got a phone call from you. Right. But I was really relieved at the time because I got to put up a show, but then I had somebody that I can rely on because back, yeah. I mean, dancers for me was like a strong element when it comes to like when, it, when I have His to show. put shows. Yeah. Sure. It's yeah. one of the strongest craft i mean from 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 media like you know to the audience i mean yeah. it was really i mean that element is really strong you know sure. yeah so yeah. Um, it's not about finding dancers you gotta find the right dancers yeah. exactly flow yeah. with you on stage yep. exactly yeah and yeah. i've heard so many great things about you from steve young over over time how right. he used to dance with you back in the early 2000s right. and yeah he was always like <laughs> you know to be honest with you before i even knew you i was a fan oh actually all thank your work, you man starting from the kaba modern the jabawaki yeah and yeah Jazz. And, you know, I was just a fan of all those brands. And then when I heard about you and I heard you're the man, the myth, the legend behind all of that. <laughs> yeah. I was, yeah. Just, I was pretty starstruck, to be honest with you. Yeah. That's crazy. I was so happy for you. Like, you know, after like, and then I went, I went back to China to pursue my career. Yeah. And how things were going with you. And like, I heard about it through like, you know, Pastor, Pastor Pion actually. Yeah. Like, uh, the pastor of the God's image. Yeah. And I was like, so happy for you. Like how, like, you know, you're just doing your thing and just blowing up everywhere like that's to crazy. be honest like i was like oh man i thought i thought everybody like oh you know that guy right there <laughs> like, you know the guy. yeah like we used to like, like you know, rock on dog. stage together you know see but the crazy thing is for for me being such a big fan to be able to dance with you and then oh, you know yeah. we went oh, to yeah. brazil we, did we, show we in chicago to, yeah. like yeah we're everywhere we're everywhere yeah, and man. then we lost touch for like for a long time, like about yeah. a, almost ten years, I almost feel. Almost ten years, yeah. Because I lived out there and for like for like ten years in Beijing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then and then full circle. Just a few months ago, we right. reconnected. All of us are back here in LA. Yeah, yeah. social media. Thank yeah. thank God for IG, Instagram. <laughs> um, so yeah, let, let's take it back. Let's take right. it back for uh, for the listener that may not uh, you know know yeah. your your history. Right. So um, give us like both you guys background stories of right. where you born, grew up, yeah. all of that. Well, so um, I'm originally from um, Orange County, California. Okay. I grew up in Fullerton, and I was actually more into the b-boy scene when I was a teenager, a young teenager. I was into breakdancing. Um, I had like a mentor that was a part of the Vans breakdancing crew, and back then, I think the most biggest b-boy group around was Air Force. Yeah, Air yeah. Force One, the Air Force Air crew. Force crew. Yep. And I remember uh, being a part of that b-boy um, dance battle and just yeah. being all about hip hop. And, um, you know, I was actually a fan of K-pop as well growing up as a kid. Yeah. Um, I, you know, for the people that do understand, um, I was into like Deuce. And, yeah. and later I, I got into like the, 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 the newer K-pop groups such as like H.O.T. Yep. and Untitled. And in 96, um, I had a chance to audition to be a break dancer, a back dancer for one of the gigs. Mm. And I auditioned and I ended up back dancing for that concert and from there i got casted to go to korea to do music wow so this was all back in 96 i was 16 yeah um i had debuted uh, as a two-boy group and we flopped mm-hmm. but during that time what was the name of the group the I'm name of the group to... was enc okay 
and we flop. E and C. Yeah. So I, I remember. Eddie and Chris, right? Yeah, yeah. Eddie and Chris. Yo, what? So, I'm so, like, right? my mind's blown right now. So I was I a part of that group. Right. But uh, that was a flop. Was I was into it. it. It didn't yeah. really do too well. But Whoa, I mean, compared crazy. to like people like Steve Young. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When yeah. we were touring, I actually saw Steve during his Kawi and Na 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 days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was already a big, big time superstar at the time. And then. At the time, his career was just taking off, and he was—he, I mean, he—he he passed stardom. He was entering like superstardom yeah. in that country. Yeah, thank you. No, I mean, <laughs> no, he was from stardom to superstardom, and then my career kind of took a dip, and then I regrouped and ent- uh, started another group called Sharp. Yeah, mm. and this was more like a guy-girl group. Yeah, you could kind of compare it to like the Black Eyed Peas of Korea. Yeah. Because the, the, the mixed funk. gender group wasn't really happening because there was there was like SES and Finkel with all female groups. Yeah, HOT, Shina right. and all that. But that was like the first kind of at the time mixed. Yeah. So yeah. believe it or not, not a lot of people know this. You know how you mentioned Rula? Yeah. So the main producer, the rapper in Rula, created Sharp. Yeah. So he created Sharp kind of like uh, a Rula protege. Right, protege. Mm-hmm. But they did reggae and we came out doing kind of like disco and funk. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then we had a good career. We did pretty well. Uh, we released about six albums. And, wow. And, but um, I was just fortunate to be a part of that group. Um, our girl girl members are, are the more the main vocal vocalists. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, what most people dream of doing, I, I had a chance to participate in that. Yeah. So it was a complete honor and mm-hmm. uh, special. And I'm, I'm pretty proud to say i got to leave my name in the k-pop books over yeah, there yeah dude oh, so it's in stone that's now. something i'm pretty proud <laughs> yeah of. love it yeah. steve young so what's what's the origin story where did you grow oh, up yeah, and all that? yeah um yeah i was born in korea yeah back in uh, 1976 Let's go. And, um, yeah, <laughs> why are you laughing? Justin's like, is that old? <laughs> he don't look at though. Look at him. Guys, yeah, was better shape than all of us. man. Like, you're a dragon. So, um, yeah. Yeah, I'm 42, by the way. Let's I go. Like it, but let's do it, you know? Yeah. And, um, yeah, I went to, uh, well, I was, I was born in Korea, and I came to States, immigrated to States back in 89 with my family. Mm-hmm. I was 13 then. Mm-hmm. So I came here. I mean, at that time, I didn't, I didn't know how to speak a word of English. Yeah, so I yeah. really had a hard time. Even now, my strongest like language is my mother tongue is Korean, so mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with Korean. But yeah. English is kind of like you know. It's my, as a matter of fact, it's my first time giving out interview. I'm almost like a talk show in, uh, in English. Like a, yeah, it's like, pretty it's legit. English. Look at that. So before I come here, I was like Killing so it. like nervous. Like no. you know, I've been in so good. many interviews yeah, yeah, like yeah. back in the days, man. But like today, I was like, oh, "What am I gonna do?" I almost had to. Yeah, if I had to do pray. an interview in Korean, I would be shook. Hopefully, shoved, dude. I would, like, I would, <laughs> things will I go would crash well. And burn. But um, Chris came along and he's in the show Let's with go. me. Let's so yeah. Like, yeah. And um, yeah, and then I went back to uh, Korea to pursue my career as a singer. It was back in '97. Yeah. Did you get scouted to go to Korea, or you just were like, "I'm gonna go back to Korea and, and try to figure well, it out there"? Well, singing and dancing or any type. Of shape or form that express my my um, my feeling was my passion. Mm-hmm. I mean, even on the stage, even singing, even acting, anything like I just wanted to, just I just want people to hear me, you know. Mm-hmm. Like, so like I I wanted to be a singer at first. I, w- I wanted to be an actor first, like you know, all of that. But yeah. um, I've been into many auditions, but I they didn't pick me. I, uh-huh. I, I auditioned for SM as a matter of fact. Yeah, and world music and some other like you know big uh, big. Uh, management out there but then I didn't get picked because they were looking for a certain image at right, that time right 
they were looking for like you know group acts. Yeah, they were looking for pretty boys. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Pretty boys. Was well, a I was pretty of... enough, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, he was a pretty boy for sure. But yeah, they were looking for more of like, like the type that girls can like. But he was more yeah. tough, right? Kind of ripped. Yeah, you know, he was kind of like. Like an alpha male. Well, yeah. You know? Girl liked me too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, so don't get it twisted, it. bro. Don't Girls twisted. like me. Homeboy no, killed it. <laughs> no, I mean, like, yeah, but I was more on a tough side, like, you know. Yeah. And I couldn't really blend into the group because my, my color was so strong. Yeah. And my character was kind of like, you know. And I, at the, even at that time, I also had my muscle. Like, kind of, I was kind of. At the thick. time, bro. Was like, oh, was pretty cut you know, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, and I had like tattoos, like, you know, uh-huh. had, like, you know. So my, my image wasn't really fit for that that group the boy so band group yeah yeah feel. so i met up with this one producer and we start making music and we start like doing the demo tapes and making demo tapes yeah grassroots yeah. baby yeah. grassroots and then i put myself on a video and like i told them like what i could do i was into really into like taekwondo at that time yeah. so i did my moves and my dancing my rapping or whatever that i could put it in i just put it in and I mailed it to um korean like Wait, productions uh, keep in mind management. this is in the mid 90s so yeah. it wasn't fancy schmancy youtube stuff digital <laughs> oh no stuff. Yeah, it was yeah. like Right, static, it was like, dunk. Yeah. It was like static, dunk. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. Very amateur. Yeah, VHS. And then I edited yep. myself. Yeah. yeah, you know, with the two VHS, uh, VHS players. Yeah, so recorded, like recorded and edited it and Sick. all that. Yeah, and I put it uh, along with the demo tapes. I send it back to Korea, and then I got picked up by this uh, management company called OK Music at the time. It was well, OK Music was pretty uh, famous. Uh, they had a lot company. of famous K-pop artists yeah. in uh-huh. their label, uh-huh. like like DJ Duck at the time. Ah, DJ okay, DOC, yeah, yeah. Yep. They had like Goofy. Goofy they yeah. had a lot of hot cats. Um, from what I hear from his part of the story, uh, the the CEO of that company saw his video, and within five minutes. He started screaming at his employees, yeah. hurry up and book a plane. Right. Plane ticket, get him over <laughs> yeah. here now, yeah, get him yeah. over here now. Yeah, wow. Yeah, within five minutes of seeing his demo. So. Well, that's how, like, you know, how, how it all started. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. So I went and they started recording. So I didn't have, like, prepare time. Like, because some, some, like, you know, K-pop stars out there, they have to, like, you know, they have this, like, practice, time. practice time for, like, five years, right. six years. Even yeah. when they're young, they mm-hmm. go into the company. And then they like you know they train for like for yeah. a long time, but I was already he came made already. I was I was like you know so they I just, just like you're ready to go. Yeah. yeah. The first day I started recording. Wow. Yeah. So and within like six months, my first album came out. That's, so that's crazy. That's why I went. I went 1996 December right. Uh huh. My album came out. First album came out 1997 April. Wow. I mean, think about it. Within six months. Yeah. I had to do all of that. And I was already on a, I was already on a, already on a show. And That's crazy. Start working, yeah. So, uh, music was you had writers. Were you writing your own music? Yeah. I mean, I'm, we're always collaborating. Okay. You know, producers. It would put in, like you know different ideas yeah. going here and there. Well, let me but tell that, you what made him really special in that era. Like during that time, it was all groups like boy bands, mm-hmm. girl girl groups, all yeah. the idol stuff you're seeing today. It was that first generation like HOT. Jexkis, yep. Pinkle, SES. So it was all these like pretty boy, pretty girl, kind of like Sailor Moon type feel. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. Like anime, yeah. like what 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 the K-pop fans today like. Yeah. Yeah. It was like that type of a feel. And then you have this like westernized, buff, pretty boy looking young dude that's jumping all over the stage dancing. I mean, he was right. a shock. It yeah. was like, whoa, where did yeah. this guy right. come from? Like, yeah. that's, it was that, that era. Yeah. So I... I I think that appeal that you're talking about was what drew me 
to you because yeah. I can relate to that. That's like, yo, I I, fe- I dig this guy's steez because, mm. I mean, nothing against the HOTs and yeah, the Shina yeah, and yeah. Jack's kids, but, like, that was very, like, pretty boy type thing. I'm like, it's cool. I like the dancing, but I was like, this guy, I feel like he's he somebody. Like, he's from he's he's from my hood, I feel. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I he's cut from this cloth over right. here. Yeah. And, and, and I think... Um, your style of movement too because um, I know I, I think I watched the show where you're talking about some of your inspirations and you had to do like MC Hammer right. MC I mean, Hammer like, dances and stuff like that at first when I first started I didn't want to sing to be honest uh-huh. good thing that I sang though yeah because like you know that's at that time you have that's to that's what prolongs your career right mm-hmm. I mean like in Korea like if you're a rapper like if you only do rap it's that, at that time the market was very small right so you're when very I first limited went, yeah I mean like showcase your I, I wanted to like just go out as a just rapper just hardcore rapper right Right. Good thing that I kind of like, you know, had to uh, change my uh, that image yeah. in a way. Yeah. Because I always wanted to sing, but then wanted to sing, but then like rapping was more like my my passion at that time. Yeah. So like I just wanted to go up, but then they said like if you just do rap, you're not gonna make it out in Korea. Right. And you gotta dance, man. I mean, I mean, like, yeah, you gotta do your thing. You gotta put up a show. You cannot just stand around and just rap and you know you spit a few good bars. It's not gonna right. cut it. Right. Right. So I just had to incorporate some of the some of the some other like you know styles and vocal i have to you know like you know put down the vocals as well yeah the dance side of it what what was your background in terms of training was it all just self-taught or did you it was all self-taught yeah in my garage yeah (laughs) hours and hours so inspiration wise who were you kind of drawing inspiration from MC Hammer. MC Hammer. Yeah, MC Hammer. You can okay. see a little bit of MC Hammer, a little bit of Bobby Brown. Bobby, Bobby Brown. Brown, yeah. Two steps. Yep. Yeah. 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 So um, when you got to Korea and you went straight to work and then you put out an album within six months, mm-hmm. I'm sure for you, everything was going a million miles a minute, right? Oh, yeah. How did you kind of, um, how was that experience of that first six months to dropping because uh, Kawi was your kind right, of hit first, yep. debut single, yep, yep. and and then you were just kind of like jumping to stardom. Mm-hmm. How how was that for you? Well, I was really focused to be honest. Mm. Like before I become a singer, even like when I was like growing up in the United States, was really tough for me. Yeah, that's the time when I met Jesus. Yeah, and and that really changed my life. Yeah, like, totally. I when I first came to America, I was so different culturally and everything. At that time, like I told you, like I didn't know how to speak English. I couldn't really blend into society at that time. Mm. And some kids were pretty cruel at that time. When you're junior high, high school, they right. know better. Right. So so I got picked on a lot. So I had to I had to be a man, right? I got right. I got to like you know. So I got into so Holy many God. troubles in Korea, in in United States. Oh, in the yeah 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 yeah. 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 Uh-huh. So I had some issues. So I moved around many, many high schools because wherever I go, there was like tr- trouble. I, I was like, what you can say, like troublemaker. Yeah, yeah. And through all of that, I, I, I met Jesus. And somehow, I really wanted to spread gospel. That was my first passion. Mm. That's why I went to Korea. I mean, mm-hmm. like at that time, I was already like 17. When I turned around and I look at my past and go like, hey, there's nothing that I can really do that much for Christ. And I, I had my looks, and mm-hmm. I knew how to rap and sing. Mm-hmm. So I told God that, hey, I'm going to use this to glorify your name. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use this to spread gospel. Mm-hmm. And then with that passion in mind, I just start running. So when I first went to Korea, I mean, everything was going so, like, changing so rapidly around me. But I was really focused. Even now, like, I'm really focused at what I'm doing. Yeah. Even though all these things happening around me right now, like, 
you don't even know, man. Like, you know, like I, I worked in Korea for five years mm -hmm. and now I can't even go back to my own country for 18 years. Counting. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, think about it. It's like, a, I mean, it's, it's like I was, I almost, I was like, a, I was like really, really popular, really, really famous in Korea for five years. And after that, 18 years being like living in a wilderness, yeah, to be yeah. honest, you know That's what I mean? Like, dark. yeah, I mean, like <clears throat> I had to like, always look over my shoulder and like, you know, the, every day is a struggle for me. And not the struggle, but every day is challenging in the morning right. to get up and, you know, live my life and, you know, all these things that I have to go over and, and, and that I have to face. So, um, I mean, so when I first went to Korea, the first thing was that I have to be successful. Mm -hmm. Otherwise, people's not going to listen to me. Right. So first thing, first, when I got the first trophy, the first uh, place got from the Inki Gayo, mm -hmm. I told the Korean national TV, I get, got up and, and said, it was live TV, I told Korean Prime media time. that, that uh, I, I give this glory to Jesus Christ. It's amazing. Yeah, that was yeah. like mainstream. The first artist who came out, I came out of the closet and said, I'm Christian. Yeah. This like same thing as like from the from the different side, like from the devil's kingdom and going like, oh, this guy is no joke. Right. Homeboy just came out literally saying he's a Christian. Right. Right. I mean, if you say you got to the public and you start saying you're Christian, then you start literally putting a bull's bullseye right. on your chest right. and go, hey. Come shoot me. Right. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. so you have to show your face. And what's the true faith is that like you got to show your face and you really let them know where you're coming from. Right. And you have to live that life as a christian yeah otherwise you're gonna get burned for sure like you're gonna get like you know so i mean even at that time i knew the war was on <clears throat> and it's still going on and um, i'm very focused and and but being focused and living your life is really different two things oh yeah. yeah so yeah. Um, yeah this is my whole mentality and my faith you know with, with what god was like it's yeah. incredible yeah so um yeah with with that kind of um platform and and kind of being thrust into a place where all eyes are on you um you had such this uh yeah there was a there was an x factor about you there was definitely like you're a solo male artist there was something western about you oh, yeah. you know what i mean i mean you came out with an album called west side, yeah, west side. and and well, even like let's let's go back to that. Even what 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 part? <laughs> about West but what oh, part man. of you know you going into the Korean music scene? Did you feel like you wanted to bring Western culture with you? Because I I could see somebody like oh I'm here, so I should act like I'm all about just this. But you're like yeah I'm from here, but right. I also came from there. Uh -huh. You know you have a lot of you know musical influences right. to style influences that come from the West. So you were almost kind of bridging a gap between a east and west right. as like a debut artist which right. was really I think interesting it was, at that time though i think it was genius what he did yeah because let me tell you a little history about S south korea so as you, as most people know uh the nation of korea is still at war mm -hmm. it's just a cold war and it's just like um a ceasefire war mm -hmm. and you have the north and you have the south well south korea um was liberated because of america's help and a lot of people in South Korea understand that. And a lot of people are very fond and kind of interested in Western culture. And remember, at the time in 97, it was pre-internet, pre-netizen, all that stuff. Yeah. And a lot of Korean people had some type of a curiosity to an admiration of American culture. 
right? It, at that time, like the things that were popular in Korea were like Levi's mm -hmm. or like, you know, brand names from America, like, right. like Banana Republic. The shirt was so expensive. Oh, yeah, you would yeah. have to go to like an import clothing <laughs> right. store and buy yeah. a shirt for a hundred bucks. Yeah. Like it was that time mm -hmm. where Western culture was kind of cool. Now, what he was brilliant about is he went in there as saying West Side, West Side and giving his, his little um, spin of English and that Western flair. Yeah. But what that did is it made the girls go crazy. <laughs> did it? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Come on, man. You know it, dude. You know. <laughs> no, because think about it. They liked kind of like the American style, but then you're Korean. Mm -hmm. You speak English, and then you're, you're still Korean. You can speak Korean. Right. And you got that flair. So it's kind of, it's very different. Yeah. But at the same time, it's very highly looked upon. Mm. So he had that kind of a flair at the time. From what I remember, he had the bangs mm -hmm. or the slick back. So I think that and coming west side and doing, you know, Korean music and giving a taste of English, you know, I yeah. think that's what made it hot yeah. at that time. Yeah. And also yeah. I Culturally. think the what it worked for me was that my stage image made that kind of like, you know, westernized or whatever, like you have some muscles and maybe like bring out some West Coast flavor in it. But when you talk to me in person, <laughs> I'm a very I'm Korean, a very Korean <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and sweet little kid. Yeah. You know? <laughs> that, that, but then that sweet little born again Christian kid. Yeah, but that, like, yeah. that's the thing people loved about him. At the right. That's why Korean people like I had no auntie. They, they call it auntie. Uh -huh. like, it's like anti-fans, anti haters. Oh, uh -huh. I've never had a, like, you know, because when they went H.O.T. and Jack Skills were, like, going at it, right. you know, as a group, yeah, like, yeah. act. Both fan you know, clubs both fans liked were them. Just, but they, they got <laughs> yeah. love from everybody, to be yeah. honest, from the old and from the, like, little kids. That's yeah. why they... He came in me, a really good angle. Yeah, he played me it really as well. a, yeah. like, kind of Will Smith or, like, Rock Got figure, it. Like, yeah, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. Like, no like, competition. Every, no, like, I mean, everybody liked me because, like, from the young kids to Harmony to Harabaji, like, every oh, he's he's good kid. You know, he's, he's okay. He's, <laughs> no, so this kid is all right. Explain, my, you know? my mom's a fan, bro. Yeah, so. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know? no, so now for the viewers, all the moms like me. All oh, the moms yeah. and dads no, like me. For the yeah. viewers, like this is like real talk. Yeah. yeah. So Kawi, that song Kawi, where he did the scissors yep. and the pop and lock. Yeah. That's what made him a star. Like this is real talk. That's where in the K-pop game, that's what that's the the. The track that made him a star. Yep. The next album, Na Na Na, that's what got him into superstardom in that country. Mm. So he went, he went from like the new kid on the block, he's fly, who is his kid? And then he became a star through Kawi. And after Kawi and the hype was all there, his second album coming out, I mean, he had a slam dunk on, on, on the debut and the yeah. track. So that went, took him to superstardom. Yeah. From that point on, yeah, it was, it was wow, pretty crazy. About yeah, I mean, like he's wow. just being humble. Come on, oh, sure. you guys all no, know I mean, who he is. Come I think, on. Uh, yeah, yeah, for the listener or viewer, not to compare your stardom to anybody else, but in terms of your your popularity at the time, oh, yeah. would be equivalent to say Justin Timberlake or Usher, wow. or like that Justin time. Bieber, oh, no, Justin no, Bieber, no. yeah, yeah, hype. no, really, just let me the tell biggest you, I was dude. There. Yeah, I was there, guys. Like <laughs> he debuted with these like red Nike Air Forces. Next day. It all sold out in all the Nike stores. Oh. Anybody trying to get that shoe, there was a premium on that shoe. <laughs> <Come> on. <laughs> but it's Thank true. You. No, I just want to say this, though. But it's after true. my first album, after my first tour in Korea, well, I got invited to Michael Jackson. So I went to Michael Jackson's house wow. and spent the night there. Like so maybe that tells you something. Two, three times. Like, you know, he invited me and we had a the dinner. King of Pop. And, you know. Wow. So that, like, at that time, I thought I was... I thought I was getting bigger than Michael. <laughs> he thought he made it. I'm very yeah. honest, right? Yeah. So I didn't ask for an autograph. Did you know that? You're not. You didn't ask for Michael Jackson's autograph. I was like, why did I do that? 
But you know what though? You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like, like he, people don't know this. He, he did actually get an autograph. Right. The King of yeah. Pop paid him back in another way. Why don't you tell him? Oh yeah. He well, did get the autograph. He came to Korea. Well, I wasn't in Korea for 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 promoting his uh, album. Like a, a mini concert, concert tour. Like a uh-huh, concert tour. Uh-huh. And then, well, actually, so my company invited him. And he knew that, you know, there's this fan, the StarCraft fan that I used to use in Korea. And uh-huh. he used to roll in that. And what, the, the, exactly the place that I used to see that, he signed the autograph on top In the StarCraft of that. van. The Whoa. Star- so <laughs> what I told him, so it's kind of like this. Because of their friendship, when, when he went over there, he hung out with Mike. But when Michael had a concert in Korea, his label kind of took it upon themselves to kind of help him right. and be the localized managers over there. Yeah. So his label helped him and then, you know, provided the van for him to tour in. And MJ did a signature where he, his seat was in that van. Right on yeah. top of that. So if you find that van... No, the thing is that when... That I, van is worth a lot of money right now. If you when I went back to Korea and then who, who wrote this on top of this? I was like, I'm telling you... Wait, who did this? Like, Michael. Oh my god! You know, and that wow. van is somewhere in yeah. Korea, just driving around. Korea. That's wild, yeah. dude. That needs to be in a museum yeah. somewhere. Yeah. He signed it. <laughs> but crazy. at that time, I really didn't enjoy what was happening around me. To be honest, mm. like I was like so like what was going on was so. It was shy. a blur, big blur at the big time. Big blur, yeah. yeah. So, so was, I have a question for you. Yeah. So Michael Jackson asked him. So, oh, you know how Michael Jackson tours the world, concert, yeah, yeah. doing concerts, right? So Michael Jackson asked him, "Hey Steve, so have you done any tours?" <laughs> and you know how he answered? What? Sure, how? I've toured. I went and toured Grand Canyon, <laughs> toured Yellowstone. I didn't know what he was. I asking. got to tour Las Vegas. Why did you say that <laughs> to the King of Pop? Yeah, <laughs> I never did any work in states, right? So, so did you tour? Like, uh, yeah, I did. Man, I went to Yosemite with my family. <laughs> I went to Disneyland. You should have seen the the, the look face on the King of Pop's face. That's yeah, he was like amazing. He dude. didn't talk to me after that. He's <laughs> like this he, guy. He didn't like ask me. This, this guy doesn't know around. what he's talking yeah, about, man. Yeah. Like, who brought him in here? <laughs> like, get him out. But like, I'm sure if Ben met the King of Pop and he said, did you tour? I'm sure Ben would have been like, yeah, we were in Shanghai. Yeah. 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 But it's probably also just I, the, I was such a father. I was like, okay, The yeah, language barrier is like, yeah, I've gone yeah, on vacation before, sure. Yeah. yeah. That was... <laughs> That's amazing, dude. That's pretty funny. That's yeah. really good. This that is real, crazy. guys. That was yeah. real crazy, though. That's crazy. Yeah. But that's how popular this guy got. Yeah. Like, he went from star to superstardom. And then, like, after that, he was, like, rolling with MJ. Well, I think yeah. that was, that's how my head got really big. Mm. I mean, you know, wait, wouldn't you be? Yeah, I of mean, course. like, you know. You're like, a young dude, and yeah, you're getting like, handed. I was, like, 21. Yeah. And, you know, the Man, girls like me, fever, like, yeah. you know. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. <laughs> so, <laughs> all I remember you know, I is, like, there was a chance I had a tour you know? with him, and we lived in the same apartment back in Korea. <laughs> There was just a bunch of girls waiting all the time for him just to see a glimpse of him. Like, Amazing. Just waiting in front of his eyes in the cold, trying to see him. And he would always be like, go home. Yeah. Go yeah, home, go home. Yeah. I remember those yeah. cold so days. So go home and study. That's what yeah. I said. That's good. That's good. Yeah. Well, okay. So being in a position wow. like that and, yeah. you know, the focus that you had, you're saying, if I get this platform, here's what I'm going to represent myself mm-hmm. as, you know, as a believer. Yeah. And... Um, Obviously, being put put in a position where you're in the spotlight mm-hmm. and people are putting you onto this pedestal, right. and you're saying, of course, like any young guy, any young kid at that age, is gonna have to struggle with a little bit of ego and yeah, a little bit of, you know what I'm saying? Right. Um, 
but you also say that you were really focused, you mm -hmm. know, um, yeah. in terms of your career yeah. because it just jump started. You just were right. there and it just went into high gear. How, how did you balance that to kind of come back down to right. earth, so to speak? I mean, God humbled me many times. Mm -hmm. Like, cause it, I mean, like if you're in that kind of position, it's really hard to control anything at right. all. You just drifted in so many. You're just people pulling you from like you know every direction. All, all directions. Yeah. Right? I mean, that's what's happening to Korean K-pop. Now I'm, I want to talk about a little bit of black side of K-pop, like dark side of yeah. K-pop. I mean, think about all this life that we're we're losing right now. Right. All the suicides this, yeah, happening all the suicides right now. Happening. Yeah. Think about it. If you put, I mean, if you put somebody in a pedestal or like you know platform where it shines all the time, right. like Whatever you do, oh, you're so great. But then you're just human too. At the end of the day, you come to yourself and go, hey. You know, I'm just human. I'm just, right. you know. So if you don't really know Christ, like, you know, if you don't know where you're from, and if you don't know, like, what's your purpose, your real identity, then you're lost. Mm. So, like, people will put you in a place where, like, oh, you're, you're, you're beautiful, you're that, but then, like, there's a big, huge gap between real you and the reality. And the reality. Of course. Yeah, people say, oh, the reality yeah, and then but then, what, like, what you're painted yeah, to be. Right. That's why when that subtle, like, kind of loneliness comes, whenever I come down the stage, and, like, you know, when, I, when I'm when i on a oh, stage. Oh, we've all felt that. I yeah, felt I mean, that, too. I, mm. I used to do, like, all this kind of, I get cheers, and I get, you know. But when the when the lights are gone, when the music's are gone, and then you go home, and you sit down and go, like, hmm. Oh, yeah. And then that's when the darkness comes in and go, like, you know. Think of it, think of it like this, okay? So if you have an actor or an actress, right? Mm -hmm. Whether you're a main role or a sub role or whatever it is, everybody is all involved in one project and they have their roles. Kind of like a body part, right? Where finger or ear, right? Mm. But singers, what makes it so different is singers, every, every singer is the star of the show for their given three minutes. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. If you think of it like that, right? So every, whether it's the Kinjas or my, my group mm -hmm. or YSJ, Whatever show that we're partaking in, the time allotted to us or you, it's like for that amount of time, you're the star of that show. Right. So that hype, the adrenaline and, and, and all of that, there, there, there's a method to this madness. And, and why you see all these K-pop stars committing suicide, there's a systematic problem mm -hmm. within that's creating a lot of um, cancers within the inside hmm. and it's not healthy yes, and he, he's going he's going into that space where it's it's there's a systematic problem here that needs to be actually right. addressed right you know, with people getting suicides because there's a life that you're getting put into you're put you're basically being put into a fishbowl mm -hmm. but on top of that being put in a fishbowl there's a certain set standard you have to live by within that fishbowl mm. and it makes it very hard you lose your identity pretty much by the end of your career. So mm. right. that's what he's talking yeah, about. Yeah, that's why, like, for me, like, I had to come to my, my quiet time place. I have to, you know, I had to go to God. Yeah. And he will let me, he will get it straight right away. Yeah. And, and, and you got to make time. Like, yeah. you, at least, like, at least, at least, like, more than 30 minutes, you have to stay quiet before God and just find him and seek him. While all this thing going on, you have to go to him to acknowledge and know that where my place is yeah he will let me know but then if you're too busy then that's when the things are going kind of like oh yeah because you don't have that place where you meet god and you just go like hey maybe i am somebody you know mm. maybe the place where i am is because of my um you know like right. maybe i'm i deserve <laughs> this right like maybe i'm very talented yeah 
maybe <laughs> you know what I mean like so like after that you kind of like and 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 at first like faith is like you like you love God so much but then at the same time God gives you something that that you kind of like struggle a little bit too so that's when your faith is get tested mm. so you have to go through that to really like finalize your faith is real or not is when you see person going through wilderness and all of that they have to go through this things to really really finalize your faith because faith doesn't say like faith is not like oh i'll do this i'll do that that's because you've never been to like mm -hmm. through those kind of things like i see all these kids and go oh my faith i love god like you know when god gives me i'll never change maybe he doesn't he hasn't give you yet mm -hmm. right if you have maybe you have like a couple million dollars in your bank and like you know then then let's talk again you know like so i threw all that all that you know like things are changing whatever that was going on in my life at that time I really had to find God. Mm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I, I started praying after like, you know, after my second album, I always say, Lord, I want to like know you more. I want to like get close to you more. Keep me disciplined. Yeah, keep mm. me disciplined. Mm -hmm. And then and keep me, stay away from those kind of things. Yeah. I don't know. That is the main reason why I think he pulled me out from the game. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, yeah. You never know. Right, because right, like right. at that time, things were going kind of crazy, going, really going kind of crazy. Right. And being the person that I am, I don't want to, you know, when I do work, I, I, I work. Mm -hmm. That's what our work ethic is like. We work. Like, you know, right. when, it, when it comes to like business, the, yeah. we work, right? So if I was in that business, I still wanted to hold, like, you know, hold my place down. And mm -hmm. maybe, I don't know, the, 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 the whole market was changing and I had to, you know, had to cut some corner here and there. Maybe, maybe I could be in this place where my faith could be really tested. Mm -hmm. So I think God pulled me out of whatever just you know for me you know it was just it wasn't easy as a christian mm -hmm. unless you have a un, unless you have a, a a mission in there to me entertainment field is my mission field mm -hmm. i mean i had to go there i mean i i i ask god many times like if you want if you don't want me to be in there i'll do i'd rather want to do something else yeah because this is not an easy it's just not an easy path, path. Right, path. Right. i mean even my kids my kids, like, I tell my kids, like, you don't want to be an entertainer. Mm. This is not easy. Like, mm -hmm. there are so many things that you have to look out for, yeah. and you got to be ready. If you don't have a, I mean, if you think it's a hunky-dory making money and being famous, it's, it's yeah. nothing like that. <laughs> Wake it up is and nothing like that. Yeah. So, yeah. unless you, you have a, yeah. Did you kind of surround yourself with a, a community? Because, I mean, you know, by yourself, I mean, you're saying... If you take your hands off the steering wheel, mm. then you're just going to go wherever this thing oh, yeah. is taking you. And so if everyone's feeding you with praise yeah. and things are kind of just handed to you right. without you life. even asking for it, mm. you can you can get sidetracked really easily, oh, yeah. right? Oh, yeah. And, you know, at yeah. least for myself, mm -hmm. you know, having some tasted some version of it, you know by me just going i i fall off the rails mm -hmm. but you know having somebody whether it's a mentor whether it's yeah. some f form of community to yeah. kind of help you stay on track to be like hey you know you know that's not who you are right and right. you know you know this is who you really are right. so maybe kind of put your hands back on the wheel and steer back you, you know, know what i'm saying that's a very very uh hard thing to do to be honest with yeah. you mm -hmm. like it because i mean i I haven't been on his level, but, you know, we've had our level of, course, of success, yeah, too. And, yeah. you know, it's just even even if you're looking for that, it's really hard to get advice from others. Because uh -huh. first, first and foremost, if they're not in your shoes and haven't lived 
in your game, it's really hard for outside mm. people to understand it. Right. So it's, it, 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 it almost naturally easily becomes, well, how, how do you know what's best for me kind mm -hmm. of situation? Mm -hmm. Because it's just such a different yeah. life, you know? And yeah, for me, like, I think my wife was that whole community for me, actually. You were married during your, your, your career out there? Well, actually, I met my wife uh, uh, back in 1994. Okay. I was 13. Yeah, I was, I was 14. 14. And my wife was so straight up high school sweetheart. Yeah, it was my first love actually. That's and you married amazing. her, and I married her. And she oh, I, I was at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah. yeah, me and my wife were like, you know, so she held it down. Like, she was kind of like his confidant, mentor, and kind of like side, um, like advisor. Yeah, uh, she 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 held it down for him. Even like you know before my my um, my career, like my wife always been telling me that you know you're a good person you know whenever mm -hmm. i try to do something bad or mm -hmm. stupid or like that like you just made a bad decision or you mm -hmm. just made a mistake but you're you're a good person like you know what i mean like i've been through i've been like like running around with some like wrong people right and i've seen some wrong stuff back in the day yeah oh yeah yeah and my, some of my friends they're not literally bad they're just they're, they happen to be in a wrong wrong place in a wrong right. made a wrong decision and now they're in they're facing like they have yeah, to give yeah. them time. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I mean like I was right I was right there. But then I always knew that I was a good person and my my wife at the time always told you know, telling me that you're a good person and, and God loves you, God really exists. That's before I met Jesus, you know. Yeah. And after I met Jesus, I had that encounter and then my life just changed changed completely. That my whole being was changed. That's what happens when you meet Christ, you know. Yeah. So like and after that, like everything kinda, you know, in one history, but you know, before that you know, my 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 place was like my wife's been telling me, like holding it down for me. That's amazing. Along with that career, so even while everything was popping off in Korea, I always had my home. So mm -hmm. I, when I work, when I come back home, it's my time for me to spend time with my girlfriend, my 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 wife at that right, time. Right. But um, so yeah. Well, well, there was a lot of temptation. I'm not, you know. Uh, I can imagine. <laughs> yeah, right. I can imagine. I mean, yeah, yeah it was for it was, sure. Yeah, it was crazy, but <laughs> yeah. But I, I just had to stay focused, you know. Yeah. The, yeah. Want to give a quick shout out to our sponsor, Meister Watches. They are truly masters of their craft, from quality materials and masterful timepieces to functional lifestyle accessories for the movers and shakers of the worlds they collide with. Meister is doing it. They've collaborated with some of the biggest brands in sports, music, comic book, car culture, and pop culture. We've actually had the pleasure of collaborating with them on a timepiece a few years back. I rock their ambassador watch. This one's my everyday watch. This one's my favorite. They are for our culture and for those that are on a constant mission to master their craft. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and pop in the discount code KINJUSPOD to receive 25% off your entire purchase at checkout. And this discount is exclusive to the Kinjas podcast. You won't find this discount anywhere. Hop on to mstrwatches.com and rock with the illest. This show is officially brought to you by Kinesthetic. Hop on to store.kinjas.com and plug in the promo code podcast spelled with the K at checkout to get 15% off your entire purchase. We're always trying to bring you guys the illest gear for all your movement in the shadows needs. Follow us on Instagram at kin.aesthetic. Like us on Facebook at kinesthetic brand. 
So, I mean, even just hearing you talk, um, you know, the focus on the work side, you kind of already had that in terms of your work ethic. And then in order to kind of um, make sure you as your own person stayed on track, there was a different type of focus that mm. came from, you know, mm. your girlfriend, now your wife right. at the time. Um, and, you know, you, you're talking about the the dark sides of K-pop mm. and all of that. Like you had a dark period for mm. yourself where oh, yeah. we things went down and mm -hmm. there was this big scandal, right? Oh, yeah, of, crazy. you know, um, right. you kind of leaving Korea or being right. forced to. Right. Um, can you talk a little bit about that time and what oh, happened? Yeah. Uh, it's, a, it's a long story and it's been going on for 18 years. Yeah. So it, it literally became big part of my, cause I, I spent my thirties and early forties dealing with this situation that I'm, that I'm in right it's now. It's turned to a life quest for yeah, him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And um and and there's a deeper meaning to it than just an event or just sure. a scandal. Yeah. So um, I truly believe that uh, someday I will go back to Korea, mm -hmm. you know, and that I have to go back, mm -hmm. and because I love my people, I love my country. That's the one main reason why I'm fight, fighting for this right now. Mm -hmm. For me, in this time of my life. I'm 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 early 40. I have four kids. Mm -hmm. I have two boys and two beautiful, you know, baby girls. Mm -hmm. And I have beautiful wife. My family is set for me. This is my perfect place right now. Mm -hmm. There's no reason for me to go back to Korea. I mean, unless I have to like if if I don't, you know, love my country and love my people. That's the only reason why I ha I have to go back. So I'm fighting this uh, battle right now and well, what happened in, in, in Korea was very um, unusual. And I didn't expect that it could make that big of a scandal at that time. Right. I really thought it was, uh, it was a choice. I had a, literally had a choice. Okay, let's say if I made a promise to my friend or whatever, if I had certain reason I, I, I had to break the promise, then if I do, I come back and say, hey, this is some of the reasons why I had to, you know, break the promise or whatever. They could be settled, right? Mm -hmm. But if he doesn't, still doesn't, you know, like me or still doesn't satisfy with the decisions that I made, then he will say, hey, hey let's just, you know, whatever, right? But it's not, it's not really ethical to, like, somebody else step in and go, like, you know, just pull me out from that, you know, the country. It's, I don't think it's uh, still not very... Um, very common or usual it's extreme yeah, it's very extreme <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, if you do something wrong there's there should be a um checkup there's a time you know so there should be like a, if you're paying if you're paying for your crime yeah then there should be a set amount of time yeah. to pay for it yeah. right the but punishment needs to be fitting to the crime. Like, well, right. the punishment no, no. needs to have an end date. Right. 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 He, his, he doesn't. So, I, I, yeah. So to, 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 can well, I explain we'll, it? No, to be honest, we're going into very sensitive subject. I don't know whether <laughs> it could be error or not. Because some of the Korean, because my trial yeah. is still ongoing. And, um, but wow, it, I don't know. I can't believe I just said it, though. But it boils down to this. I really wanted to say this, too. Like, you know, like. It boils it's down my to life. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. my life. That's There's just real. That's real. I'm yeah. just being real. Yeah. Like, you know, I'm sorry I made a, I broke the promise, right? But I have my reasons too. Right. Right? I mean, like, I don't think I'm a bad person. Well, so, know? I mean, the military, that, that that's yeah, the whole yeah. thing, right? To serve your time in the military. Right. And, and, you know, I guess 
apparently it's a yeah. very I, big I mean, deal for for the people who doesn't know my scandal like i think i think let me you give should, you a recap yeah, i mean yeah. like what yeah. happened so, what, yeah so in, you know. in south korea every male has to has to um go to the military yeah. let's say it's a duty uh for every korean national now steve um he was a immigrated green card and he had a he had a constitutional choice so this is his choice he whether he gives up his u.s rights and goes to the army or whether he uh, gives up his citizenship and becomes a U.S. citizen. This is his mm-hmm, choice. Mm-hmm. And this is a choice by legal, legally that was allotted to him from the Korean government and the U.S. government. They gave him a choice. Now, he made a decision to go in the beginning. He made a choice. He wanted to commit. But circumstantially, things can change. Now, what we're emphasizing is this is, has to do with your constitutional choice, your right. Mm-hmm. Um, he made the commitment that he would go. But at the end, he had to change that commitment due to his personal situation. And that has to do with his family. And mm-hmm. there were some certain circumstances that he couldn't. Now, when he made the decision not to go, he was going to come back to Korea, do a press release, and explain his situation. But by the time he had uh, given up his Korean citizenship and got the American citizenship, um, the Korean government forcefully didn't let him enter. Now... Right now, this is an ongoing case that went all the way to the Supreme Court, and it's, it's being figured out mm-hmm. as we speak. But what we're talking about is, okay, if you want to consider this an act of a crime, what is the crime is what their legal team is asking. What mm-hmm. is the crime? Sure. And if a crime was committed, what is the punished date, mm-hmm. like the, the, the sentence? Mm-hmm. And what they took to the Supreme Court was, this is a punishment without an expiration date. Mm-hmm. And that's against his constitutional right because he didn't avoid the military. Through his constitutional decision, he just decided not to go and change his mind. Right. So this is where we're talking about the law here. What law was broken? Mm-hmm. Right. Now, what the Korean government did was they're saying, the, what the courts are saying is there was an overreach of power because no law was broken. Mm-hmm. This is what the Supreme Court is saying. There was an overreach of power and no law was broken. He did make a choice within his rights. Mm-hmm. So why are you not allowing him back? So this is what they're going over. Yeah. And what the Korean government is basing it on is based on you didn't commi- keep your commitment and through kind of like uh, wrong press, you know, uh, what we would call fake news. Right. And and uh, wrong information. This has been kind of been an ongoing ordeal. And 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 Steve and his family have been dealing with it and they're trying to gracefully uh, and and the ordeal, yeah. But but this doesn't have to really do with more of his career. Um, this is his motherland. This is his country. Yeah. This has to do with his kids. Mm-hmm. You know. So there's a lot of people that understand the situation, and we support him. Hmm. But at the same time, you know, we also want to find a way to make it right moving yeah. forward. So that's where we're kind of standing. That's why it's kind of sensitive because it is ongoing. Sure. So at the same time, we're looking at it in a sense where it's like we want to fix what was wrong what was kind of uh we want to undo what was wrongly done Mm -hmm. but at the same time we also want to figure out how we can give back to the community Mm -hmm. you know we love our country so we're kind of in that um journey right now actually the journey is coming to an end we Mm -hmm. have um you know the courts have ruled in our favor and stuff so yeah but yeah um it's kind of like a unfortunate mishap that happened Mm -hmm. yeah yeah well i think we should edit 
the stuff that I said in there earlier. Sure, I think <laughs> we should just put your stuff in there. That that was very um clean. <laughs> And um, yeah, not that sensitive. I, I mean, I'm just well. No, facts. I mean, just but because young. like because you don't know because Korea like media, you know, is it's, the media is rough. Character, sure. I mean, itself is there literally because the you got you got people trying to do clickbait, is, right? And there. to be honest, they're killing people. I mean, think about why all these artists are dying right now is because of that. The, the character of the media right now. In Korea. Mm. It's actually the way the entertainment system is set up. Um, you know, in America, it's based on talent and, and feel and, and what you can bring to the table. Mm -hmm. well, in Korea, like, stars are created, mm. systematically made. Um, you might not have it. You might have to look and you could still debut and become a star because mm -hmm. the way the system is made. But the way the system is made, it basically takes away all of your character and you have to submit to the company system and you lose your identity in that process, becoming... Um, just another pretty face on stage. Yeah. And with all the fame and fortune, not even fortune actually, you get all the fame, you know, the fortune goes to the most of the record labels, which in their defense, they spend millions of dollars in promo, uh, PR, creating stars. So you got a person with fame, no money, and a lot of haters. And, you know, it's just a matter of time before you break. You know, right. you have no freedom. <laughs> You know, you're constantly watched all the time. Kind of like Michael Jackson's life. You know, mm. you're kind of watched mm. all the time. You're yeah. criticized all your life. And, you know, and you got these young teens, like 18, 19, 20, 21, 22-year-old kids that are becoming stars, making ridiculous amount of money they don't even know what to do with these days. Mm -hmm. And it's still not enough. Yeah. And you have these kids that are systematically committing suicide because they feel like they're not good enough. Hmm. And, and I think that not good enough mentality or I'm not enough or, or that, that, that depression they fall into is it's, it's from the start when you're becoming, trying to become a star, when you're in that practice stage because you have to submit to all the rules. You have no social life. You live, you know, in an apartment with all of your band members and you move schedule to schedule to schedule to schedule to schedule. So, uh, you know, I, I believe that there is a mental abuse in that. Mm -hmm. And I think that's where loneliness... Uh, depression, all that comes from, and then like, just all the hurtful words that is that are being said about you publicly online. I mean, that gets to you, man. I mean, right. that's why that's why you don't want to say the wrong stuff, and you know, like you know, even yeah. there's no problem. They make you know, they make one for you, right? So even like you know, situation that I'm in, I don't want to say the things that that make those things like arouse, to arouse twist your words. Because, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's not even a big problem to begin with to but be then honest. you know like, like the, the you know? korean press the korean media is the problem because they're not thinking about just the story their job is to deliver the story as get honest as possible views, yeah. but they write these these articles in a way for clickbait to get right. people to click right. and get the ads and the, and, and the advertisers in and, yeah and then they create more scandal after scandal and then just creates because nowadays you get all the information from your from, from, right. from your phone, right? Yeah. And once you get one information, oh you, you just go, Oh, oh, is it is it it went down like that, right? But mm -hmm. then if you come to second time, you start to believe in it. Mm -hmm. And when you get it like third time, then you start telling other people as right. this Fact. is what happened. Right. When you get to fourth time, you're like you're expert now. <laughs> you know you know yeah. what you wanna know what happened? This is how it went down. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. Like so right. So there's really, really big responsibility that they have. Even your you know, podcast, too. I mean, even like any type of outlet, 
media outlet that's mm -hmm. sending any of the message we have a big responsibility yeah, absolutely. Like, as long if you have a lot of followers then you have more like you know more responsibility. responsibility right right i mean if you put stuff out there in like instagram or whatever like you put some image or you put some message out there it's gonna affect a lot of people mm -hmm. a lot of people so mm -hmm. i think we should be careful so that's why i'm really like very sensitive and no, I hear you. careful. I hear you. Yeah, about, yeah, you know. Yeah, I mean, we we can edit as we as we oh, yeah. need to, but I mean, like, I'm more so, you know, listening to, I mean, the side that you're saying. I mean, you're coming from a very honest human perspective, which you have absolute right, because <laughs> you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Everyone, sure, whether you're gonna judge my decision as. You know, let's say, let's just call it a mistake, but, you know, the degree of my mistake mm. is kind of subjective. Like, right. you think it's this serious. Is it really? Is right. it objectively that right. serious? Or is it something that let's have a discussion and mm. let's find some sort of fairness? So I, I think for you to express that, man, you have all the right in the world and it's completely justified mm -hmm. and 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 i understand and i appreciate you sharing mm -hmm. you know whether we put this out there or not but like Thank you. you know okay so with that and you know you left korea for now 18 years mm -hmm. and you know that could be very demoralizing for you to be in a position where you're right. the guy you know right. you are the dude and then you're gone right. <laughs> and then kind of kicked out oh, yeah. you know and you can really fall into a really dark uh -huh. place after that too, right? And, and you know, I'm sure you had your struggles, but, you know, it was not far after that, you know, was when I met you mm -hmm. out here and you were still moving, you're still right. going. You're right. like, I'm not going to stop. Right. I'm going to figure out like, okay, this is just a new variable. Right. And you even said it yourself, like mm. maybe that was, maybe God did that right. for a reason. Yeah. He pulled me from that for a reason. And you traveled through a crazy journey oh, yeah. i'm sure and then you know you went to china and you know you you had a career out there doing you, <laughs> working yeah. with jackie yeah. chan yeah. you know and acting you know acting yeah. and you know what i mean like so from my perspective as somebody who's not you know i'm not a korean citizen so i don't know the the gravity of yeah. what that is mm -hmm. in terms mm -hmm. of how serious it was mm -hmm. i'm over here just kind of hearing the stories yeah. and then i met you in mm -hmm. person i was like this guy this is a great guy you know what i mean like Thank there's you. there's nothing there's nothing over here that i'm just like that i felt like okay right. yeah he deserves this right. punishment i'm like that just sucks right. you know but um but then and then i saw you in china and and you know just still going mm. and that was so and is so inspiring mm. to me because that just shows you you can decide whether you let something oh, yeah. keep you down or you you decide I'm gonna keep moving because right. this is just no one's gonna stop me from going other than me. Mm. Like mm. You, even if people may think right. you're done, you know, like that's that's where you messed up and now right. your career's over. Right. You could be like, no, it's not because I'm gonna figure it out. Right. So, you know, can you talk about that that journey of the past right. 18 years? But then like still making it work to doing oh, amazing yeah. things like being out in china working with jackie chan like you know what i mean how well, how did you keep moving in that got way a lot of major blockbuster movies out yeah. there <laughs> let's go yeah well, what for me was like it's really about how i look at myself it was it was not like other people tell me who i am i mean all this like you know like my um is falling off like you know or 
committing suicide. It's like they believe, start to believe in what other people say that they are. The lies. Yeah, right. the right. lies. But you know yourself better. If you, knew, if you know who you are, then no matter what happens outside or whatever, like, you know, what they say that you are, you don't really shake. Shouldn't because, matter. Yeah, because mm -hmm. just like you said, my platform was just destroyed. I was taken away. The mic was taken yeah, away. Yeah, mic mm -hmm. was taken away and my stage was gone and I couldn't even step into the country that I that I was very embraced and, 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 and celebrated, you know. But um, but still, like, when, I'm, when I go places, I get loved by everybody. You mm -hmm. know that, too. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even North America, when we're doing the shows, yeah. we went to Brazil. We went to, like, everywhere. But... Was nothing but love. I yeah, mean, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, we go like we we get like you know sold out concerts and whatever. Like you know, everywhere we go, we're just where I, I went. You know, like you know, I was just embraced and loved by so many people. So that's how I knew it was something bigger. Things were in, in the picture, not just the not just what happened in not Korea. Not just the controversy. Yeah, yeah. It was just it was just you know something that I had to just that I had to just take it and just move on. And and I knew that I I I could take on the fight you yeah. know and not not much of a fight but i could i i just had to stand up again carry his cross right mm, so mm. start walking again cross. yeah yeah so yeah. um right after that i was pretty in good place for two years to be honest because i was really stressed in korea because even though things were going so well but there was so many demands and there was so many responsibilities that i had to take on and there was a lot of people involved in too Hmm. Like if I don't work, then my company had to be shut down. So like there was a lot. Of, I had a lot of mouths to feed at, feed at the time. Right. You know, more money, more problem. Like because when you're like you have to like you know get going to, like you know to to Keep take the care of the, yeah to sure. take, yeah take care of the people. So like I want, I really wanted to rest. You know, at that time, at the mm -hmm. peak of my career, I just want. I've, I've been you know asking God to just let me rest, God. Hmm. I cannot go on anymore. Right. Like, Cause I I don't know any like the 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 good restaurants in Korea. You know what? Cause I always been eating in van, moving van, That's eating kimbap. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like give, eating kimbap. Have That's you ever so eaten a kimbap in a moving car, moving <laughs> van? And then right after that, you get you get out of the car and you go up on a stage, sing again. You come back again, start eating again. It feel like really not good. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you don't feel like superstar. I'm telling you. Right, like, right. I was always in the situation. Either I'm in a van, either I'm in a plane. Sleep either, deprived. Yeah. yeah. And then I was I literally were wearing my costume, like stage clothes and stuff, only asleep. That's wild. And all my dancers too were in the same cramped car and we're like sweating together and like you know moving around. But then on a stage, you have to give out your 100% because people know what's going on behind sure. the stage. Yeah. They came to see you right. on stage. Right. Yeah. And then for at that time, I had my green card. So when I was in Korea, they really had to milk me because I only had to stay. I could only stay like six months at a time, mm -hmm. uh, you know, for, for promote my album, promote my... Uh, the, Do his tour, make a, the money yeah. and go. I mean, think about it. You know, the places that I had to show up at that time, I had to record my song. I had to make my music video. I had to learn all the choreography mm -hmm. on a stage. I mean, if you want to go on a stage and really like put up a show, you got to put in a lot of time. Oh, yeah. You know this. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, put up a show. I mean, even 30 seconds of choreography, you, you want to make it, you want to deliver it, right? Right, right. I mean, Every you moment. have to have that. Like, then, then you got to put in your work. Right. I mean, I had to do all of that and do all the TV like appearances like like uh the presses you know on a cram jam schedule. yeah like, yeah hurry, and within hurry, the hurry. six months and at the same time i had to throw up a concert two hours 
solo concert. I mean, think about it. Doing all of that in Crampton six months, I was like, I don't care about the money. I don't want to do it anymore. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, I don't want to do it. Just let me rest, you mm -hmm. know? And, um, well, that's at, the, at that time. I was, so when first that scandal came, like, you know, that happened and I couldn't go back to Korea, I couldn't work anymore at that time. I was mm -hmm. really happy for two years. <laughs> God you finally got that answered my prayer. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I could, I could just go. relax and, and you know, spend vacation. time. Yeah. 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 But then after two years, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, this yeah. is not, this is not going anywhere. This is mm -hmm. like, and then I start like, oh, I got to get married. You know, I cannot. Well, that's the, one of the things that I really thank God is that if I was in Korea still working, I don't know until to this day, I will, you know, I will be married. Wow. Like settle down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Settle down and mm -hmm. have kids. I have a beautiful family. But, you know, at that time, if I was still busy and doing my thing, I was always, because I promised my wife after my third album, I'm going to marry you. Mm -hmm. You know, that was 1999. Mm -hmm. So um, before that, I will, before we go over to 2000 Millennium, I will marry you. That's the promise <laughs> yeah, that I made yeah. to my wife when I f released my first album. Mm -hmm. But I couldn't keep that promise because the money was on the line. Because uh -huh. at that time, if I cut Business like two albums, there was like three, four million dollars off from money. Right. Just one sign. Yeah, right. Yeah. So who could refuse that? I was young and mm -hmm. my family was looking at me. My all this company people looking at me. Of course, I have to sign. Right. Yeah. I mean, like, but then that literally meaning I had to give up my two years of my time. You know, Same like again, like, you know, time. so the marriage should be like pushed, like, you know, so mm -hmm. got delayed. Yeah, it got delayed. So um, after that, I finally got married. And then and then I always wanted to become a, an actor. You know, I mm -hmm. wanted to pursue my career as an actor. And I always looked up to Bruce Lee and Jackie Chan when yeah. I was growing up. And they're the most like, you know, people who could really like open up your chest and walk around in Western world right. and thinking that they're the, you know, yeah. they're the man, you yeah. know? They're yeah. probably the most celebrated martial artist. Exactly. 100%, yeah. yeah. I mean, so, I mean, I just wanted to, you know, pursue that. So I just flew to China to just start from everything, mm -hmm. start from the ground. And that's how it happened. How did you meet him? I mean, who who can just be like, I'm going to go to China and I'm going to work with Jackie well, Chan and it actually happens. Money, you know, I just went and started doing my thing. I was just doing my like, you know, TV appearances and whatnot. Uh -huh. And then Jackie Chan was in Korea back in 2002 for this one um, event. And I was there and then I, I performed on that stage. And Jackie saw me at that time. That's, mm -hmm. This is before my scandal. So he, he came and he saw me and I was with my entourage. Like I yeah. had my you know dancers and my managers. I was just walking around just, you know, like just, you know. And then I passed him and then I didn't inside it. You know, Korean culture. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, in right. Asian culture Bow too. Right, right, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. Jackie, Jackie is like, you know, he's, he's in a position where people just come in. For sure. Inside, yeah, you know, yeah. You get mad respect, right? Yeah, yeah. So I had to do that, but I just didn't. I didn't know he was there, so I just passed him by. And in his mind, he's thinking, like, who's that little kid, man? <laughs> like, yeah, I'm a Jackie Chan, man. Like, he just passed yeah. me. Like, so he said, oh, this is using Junaid. At that time, he realized, like, oh, okay, this cat is holding it down in Korea. Like, <laughs> yeah. okay, okay, I know. Like, yeah, you know, okay. he's still young. Like, right, you know, right. Whatever. But, um, but so one day he, this, this is a time that he finished uh, shooting um, uh, Forbidden Kingdom with Jet Li. Yeah. Yeah. And, yeah. Then, and then he was just kicking back in his, like, you know, hotel, just hotel room, just, he didn't have time to, like, you know, watch TV or whatnot. But, you know, that day he was just tired and then he just put the TV on and I was on there. And then you go, oh, what, what is he doing? And then, like, Chinese TV, right? Yeah. It's like, called him up. And then he, that's how he got, he called wow. me. Wow. But the thing is that's that, tight. you know, like, I went to China, and then nothing was happening. At first, like, I was doing stuff, doing stuff, but then, like, 
I just don't see the breakthrough. Mm -hmm. Like, this is not the kind of exposure that I wanted. Right. This is like, I'm using you, man. <laughs> like, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. Like, this is not the clout that I want. I mean, right. I, I, I want... he's not used to with, yeah. from what he had in Korea. Sure. It feels like sure. every time I get up on the stage, this is not the suit that I used to put on. Like, you know, like, <laughs> yeah, you, you yeah, know yeah. what I mean? Like, you know, yeah. I'm YSJ, baby. Come right, on, right. you know? Yeah. But then the things weren't like that because while I was there, like, all the things were changing. Uh, all those big names were popping up. Yeah. I thought when I left the game, I thought the game's going to crash. That's uh, how big yeah. I got. <laughs> like, K-pop's done. K-pop is done because right, I'm not right. there. Yeah, like, you yeah, know, yeah. I thought I was like, really? Like, literally. That's right. how big my head was. Like, right. Okay, you guys cannot survive without me. But right after that, Rain took it right over. Rain's like, he popped out of nowhere. Just like, Rain's like everywhere. Like, what happened? What happened? Right? Yeah. And then, like, when I was in China, even like Jack, I mean, Rain came before the concert. And then when I look at him, I'm going, oh, that's, that's my position. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. I always had that, like, kind of, God, why are you doing this to me? Yeah. You know? Yeah. But, um, well, this whole di different side of the story. But, you know, I, and then I started praying after I went to China and things weren't working out. And it was really hard for me. And I couldn't get the things that I wanted as a, as a career wise. So I started praying. And then I fasted for seven days. Mm. The reason I fasted seven days is show me, God, if you want me to pursue my career, if you want me to pursue as an entertainer, then give me a sign. Give me a sign. Mm -hmm. If you if it's not, then let me know. I just pack up and go back to go back to states and right. you know I, yeah, I happy just, dad. I just turn away from the, all this life that you gave me before. Yeah, I would just walk away, God, because I have no um, interest in this anymore. Yeah, because I I've, I've been there and done that, and this is not just working out for me, God. I would just this is too much, and I start fasting for seven days. I drink water and I didn't eat it for seven days, and right after I broke off the um, the, the, the the fasting. On eighth day, I got called from this Korean Korean girl, and then she go, "Do you know Jackie Chan?" I'm like, "Of course well, I know yeah, Jackie well, Chan." What Come on, what question is that? Yeah. Ask me if I know Michael Jackson. Like, you know Jackie Chan? Of course I know him. He's like, yeah. "Oh, he he wants to meet you. Would you like to meet him?" I'm like, "What?" <laughs> but that was yeah. crazy. I started yeah. crying after that. You know wow. why? Not because he's gonna help me with my career. It's just that God answered me it through was an that. Answer for it's an God. answer. It's a sign that a you are sign. in a good position mm -hmm. you may think stay that the course yeah you mm -hmm. may think that it's not you know how is what you what want. you want to be right but you're in a good position because i put you there right so my thinking my whole life is like i don't care about how much how successful i am how famous i get no it's not about that to be honest it's about me in a right place right where god wants me to be in it yeah not just because you're not doing the things that you used to that you're you're then then you know you're still in a good place because God put you there. Yeah. So what I think is that I'm still doing the entertain entertainment business because he wants me in this. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm not like YG or JYP or making all that big management or like, you know, like what I should do or like my, my career is taken off as how I used to be back in 20 years ago. Mm -hmm. But still, like this is a mission field. I'm trying to win the soul. But mm. at the same time, I have to do good in career-wise too. But then I have to stay firm in this ground. This is a place to where he wants me to be. Well, I got signed from that, from, you know, the, the calling Jackie, getting called from Jackie was that sign. God is saying to me that, still on see, course. I answered yeah. you. Yeah. You still, asked me, right, if you want to stay in China. <laughs> That's the time I asked, I asked God, China. I, I, I asked God that, you know, you, you, do you want me to st still, like, you know, pursue this, stay in China? And, they, and they, the answer was, 
Jackie call from call. Jackie. Yeah. So I, I met him, you know. Yeah. I made him wait two hours, though. <laughs> he said, like, oh, come to this rich carton in Beijing, right? But I didn't know there was two rich carton in Beijing, right? So I went to other places. And so he's like, come to 16th floor. There is no 16th floor. There's only 14th floor, right? Like, I'm like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it's like, uh, there's a... There's another Ritz carton, like you know, the, the on the other side of town. The other side of town. Yeah. And then you know how Beijing Beijing traffic is crazy. Yeah, it's insane. So I went two hours late, and he was eating. He's like, you know, it's okay because I was just waiting for you and having this, you know, great meal. But the, on the other hand, I'm pretty sure you've been. You're like, you know, you're very nervous, and so I'm, I'm good. So as long as you're okay, I'm good. That's how wow. big person he was, he was that's like, tight a big heart <laughs> yeah. and the first day he yeah. said you're under my wing now this is literally that's what he said so under my wing anybody like you know mess with you tell them that you're with jackie chan's company you're pretty sad in china that's what he said wow that's what's up. how do you, you know that could say that up. like you're with me yeah you're sad in china yeah no, but the thing was that's when i try to like break into china market that's when all the korean media is saying that all Steve's washed out or like, you know, he can, he will never come back to Korea and mm. all this, they were just bashing out all these rumors and still can't go back to Korea one not, right? But then on the other hand, Jackie, that big of a person and go, hey, I'll take you in. One nation turned their back on me, but then one person just embraced me. Yeah. I was like, oh my God, this is kind of favorite That's from That's crazy, God. yeah. But, but, he didn't give me any uh, free meal, yeah, <laughs> to right, be honest. Right, he made yeah. it work know, for he, yeah, he, yeah. He, he made me work, but, you know, he just took me in and, and he just, you know, helped me launch my uh, um, acting career in China. So after that, I've been just... You know what you know, I think, shooting, though? Just looking movies. back at all of his, like, uh, acting reels, mm -hmm. I think it was like a divine appointment for him to go through that to prepare him for something bigger, you know? Mm -hmm. That's just kind of how I look at it in the whole big picture far as like you know what, where we're at as far as like asian culture and hollywood and all of that yeah 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 wild story yeah it's a wild story man so i worked in yeah so yeah. i stayed in china for yeah. 10 years and then after uh my my son got into junior high mm -hmm. and at that time i finally had to ch to choose whether i really have to do something about my korean issue mm-hmm because at the time I realized that nobody's going to help me or nothing's going to happen if I don't start, you know, Taking do something action. about it. Mm -hmm. So that's the time I started. That's the time I started to, you know, just try to like, you know, solve this issue. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Legally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. So you've been back here in L.A. now for, for how long? five months. So you're like fresh. Oh, fresh oh my back. God. Five months. Been crazy busy. <clears throat> yeah. So honest, what's what's the focus currently now? Now that you're here. I mean, you recently. So yep. you're you celebrated your daughter's yep, yep. twin twin daughter's yes. first birthday. Yeah. yeah. Um, what's the focus nowadays? Uh my my main passion was in acting mm -hmm. yeah so i i'm trying to cross over to hollywood yeah so i'm just tasting water right now yeah, and yeah. see what's popping off out there yeah. and i had this encounter with like hollywood back in like 15 years ago mm -hmm. and it wasn't that easy at that time mm -hmm. that was that was before all this asian yellow fever at that time you know what i mean yeah yeah so door was pretty shut tight for sure at that time it was really hard for me everywhere i go i had an addition addition but then things didn't go that well mm -hmm. and there was not that many op you know openings in, in general yeah and not good roles too like 
but now it's more broad and you know we got more chances now so um you know we just started our own company and try to uh, cross over to hollywood that's my main passion mm -hmm. even though i'm you know even though i'm 40 now you know 42 mm -hmm. be exact but mm -hmm. then i still like think i'm, I'm very uh, fresh to this game and yeah. Shinin, yeah and my heart is still like you know to go i'm mm -hmm. hot you know my yeah. heart you know still young at heart so i still have like i'm just thankful that i still have chance and yeah. i have this passion that i could pursue as an actor and then start you know and and start i i i uh working on my tracks too you mm -hmm. know and and start putting some musics out there hopefully too. we could yeah. do something with the kinjas oh yeah most definitely <laughs> let's go most let's definitely go. Yeah, yeah 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 so um yeah i'm working here and there start, start you know but, but recently i moved so i'm I'm taking it slow at a time yeah. and see how god leads me you know mm -hmm. i don't want to go too fast sure. or too slow i mean yeah. i just want to be on a right time and where exactly where he wants me so i started my own youtube channel too so look out for me out there. Heck yeah. It's um, Yusung Jun official. Yeah. All in Korean. But um, <laughs> <laughs> but it's going to yeah, come out. We, I'm going to put some subtitles in, 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 oh, in English oh. as well. Yeah. Yeah, so. yeah. With all that said, I mean, you have a wild ride of a story. Oh, man. Um, how would you define success? <sighs> wow, that is that is a deep question. That yeah. is very, it's a very heavy deep question. question. Yeah. It's a yeah. big one. Well, to me, success is um, how I could fulfill what he called me out to be, like what mm. God called me out. I don't know whether I'm getting too religious or not, but for me, yeah, 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 success is all about what he wants me to be. Like people say, oh, like if you believe in Jesus, then you have to go to the mission field or go to Africa. I mean, if that is a calling, if that's if that's what God calls you out to be, then that is your calling, mm -hmm. and that is that. If you go there and start like serving and spread gospel and do the missionary work, I mean, if that is calling, that then that's your success in life, maybe. But if I'm called out to be a a entertainer, then this is what I do. I'm already successful, to yeah. be honest. To be honest, I'm already successful. In, in in the place where God wants me to be in. So, I mean, people say, I've seen so many people who doesn't have home, Think, meaning that they have, they're very successful, but then they don't have a home to go to. Mm -hmm. Of course, they have a house, but then they don't have a place where they could go back and rest. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of people, make a lot of make money, and they go out there, but they're always lonely. They don't have place to go back. Mm -hmm. If you, I mean, even if you do labor work, you go out there in, in you know, blue collar, you just work, work, work your butt off. But then if you have a place to go home, and if your family, your loved one, mm -hmm. your kids respect you as a father, and if, you're, if your wife respects you as a husband, and if you're a good family, even though you don't have much, but you're still king of the house. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, what I think is successful. Yeah. So successful is not about big things and big things popping off, but you know, to me, it's like be where you want to be, where God wants to be, and furthermore, what God called me out to be, like He has a plan for me. Mm -hmm. I'm my life, my success is to how to fulfill what He calls me to be. I don't want to be less than that. If He wants me to be here, I'll be here. That's my content. Mm -hmm. If He wants me to be here, I'm content right there too. Yeah, yeah. More higher you go, more demand you. Yeah. Oh man, he's gonna put you down. Like he's, he will wash you because he cannot use you unless you're ready for whatever mm -hmm. he wants to in in a place. 
So he will put you, I mean, for whatever reasons, he will, he will train you. Mm-hmm. So when he train you, you try your best to do your best to get trained. Yeah. When you're ready, he's going to use you again. Yeah. Yeah. I always believe in like, you know, it's not about me working hard. It's about how he used me when the time is right. Mm-hmm. I can make $1 million maybe in a one day where I can't work my butt off in like 15 years to make that. Mm-hmm. God, when, when he wants to bless you, he will bless you. Yeah. When he wants to take it away, he will take it away like that. Mm-hmm. So after I've been through all of that, so my, my success is very simple. You know, just be open to God's uh, plan. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Yeah. It's really yeah. good. Yeah. I want to do a quick lightning round with you. I'm going to fire off some quick questions. All right. Got to come off top. Here we go. Lightning round. Three, two, one. What is your favorite food? Uh, hamburger. <laughs> What's your favorite food, Chris? Samgyeopsal. Oh, my God. <laughs> Pork belly. <laughs> uh, favorite place that you've performed? Uh, Coex. Yeah, Korean. Korean. Uh, yeah, there's a Korean. Yeah, Coex uh, Stadium. In okay. Korea. I'll yeah. say the Seoul uh, Olympic Stadium. Oh, wow. Well, That's wow. the biggest we've... You've performed yeah. there, too. Yeah, we yeah, did it yeah. together. Yeah. Right. yeah. Um, it's called the Dream Concert. Oh, yeah. There's about oh, yeah. 100,000 yeah. people in the... Oh, yeah. yeah. I think that was the biggest stage we ever stood on and yeah. most memorable. Yeah, I think I've seen that concert. Yeah, it's called the Dream Concert. Yeah. Yeah. All white balloons, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> H-O-T. H-O-T, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, most memorable performance or a career highlight? Uh, it was uh, for me. It was like comeback show of the second album. Oh yeah, SES. yeah. I was yeah. there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that was my uh, most memorable. That's the stage. that was the stage that took him from stardom to superstardom. Yeah. I came out like a king just too. With the mask on and everything. Yeah, I remember I was that. One of the dancers, yeah, yeah, right? yeah. We come out and dance and in the middle of nowhere. I just and then you took, took off. Yeah, you don't know which like, one. I right. Yeah. I remember that. It's yeah. crazy. It's that's crazy. The, that's the stage. Yeah. yeah that's, that's the stage I was talking about. Where, yeah. That was the tipping point, man. Yeah. Um, what is your proudest moment? Uh, being a dad. Yeah. Mm. That was most uh, obviously. Yeah. yeah. Your life just changes. Yeah. 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 What would be a guilty pleasure of yours? Uh, sweets, sweets, candy, candy, yeah, candy. candy. <laughs> I cannot. Yeah, I got, I got. Yeah, sweet tooth. Yeah. Word. If you could have a superpower, what would it be? Invisible man. <laughs> yeah, I want to. I want to go around people's back end. I want to travel back in time. Time travel. Time travel. Nice. Why is that? You want to go back and tra- like get all the lottery something. numbers. <laughs> Straight up, back to the future. Get all the lottery numbers. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I feel you. Uh, what is your worst fear? hate yeah yeah i hate yeah people like hate on somebody or i hate this i hate that uh, i just hate mm. yeah hating is haters yeah hating haters is, yeah. okay um if you were to say you had a regret what would that be uh to be honest the military situation mm-hmm. uh, i didn't know it was going to be that big of a scandal to mm-hmm. be honest if i could go back and change it i would change it mm-hmm. but i will i have no regrets because through that through that decision made me who i am today so yeah. there's no way it, it has no point just me being right. like regrets having regrets or whatever yeah. you yeah. know i just live with the decisions that i made and this is who i am today because yeah. of that incident hold that situation mold me and made me uh, to this day but if I could go back, <laughs> then the regrets and not the regrets. The oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Sure, yeah. sure. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, speaking of which, if you could travel back in time mm-hmm. and give yourself one piece of advice, mm. what would that be? Wow. Is it a lightning question? <laughs> oh my yeah. God. This is like, you got to think about it now. Like, yeah. wow. You answer first. <laughs> if I can go back in time and give myself advice. Yeah, one piece of advice. There's so many variables to that question. I'll go first. Don't sign a contract that you're not really, really understand what, what, yeah. What it is. What it is. That could be deep and also literal. <laughs> right? oh, yeah, deep yeah. and literal. Yeah. 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 Well, I had my back surgery on my fifth album, the during my fifth album tour in Korea. Mm-hmm. I had my back surgery and my sajangnim at that time, which is my cousin, and he brought me this contract with millions and millions of dollars for me to cut two albums. Okay. And at that time, all, all the major deals, I go to God first. And then I ask, and if I find peace, I sign the paper. But at that time, I was just blind because hmm. money was right there. Mm-hmm. If you sign it, I was on literally on a medical bed. You know those bed, like yeah. right after I came out from the surgery. And then he, boom, came out and go, if you sign this now, you got 3.5 million, yeah, million dollar contract. 3.5 million dollar contract. Wired to your account right. immediately. That's wild. And then I didn't go to God first. Mm. I signed. Mm. And then I haven't seen a one cent of that money. God take, took everything. Wow. I, as I was signing it, I already knew. I, I didn't ask you, but I just go ahead and do it. Right. And I already knew that he wasn't really happy. It's not about amount or whatever. Like he's yeah. like, you know, big, you know, this big thing, you don't come, you know, come to me. And that's when I knew that things were falling out of hand. Mm. So whenever you sign something, even it's a big thing or a small thing, I mean, you have to know where, you, where you're going where. into. Right, right. Yeah. 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 Wow, that's yeah. really big. Yeah. Um, what would be um, less of more of, if you could see something less of in the world and also more of in the world, what would those mm. be? You answer. These questions are very deep, man. I'm telling <laughs> you. Less homeless people, more kinjas. <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <Yeah. laughs> More kinjas. I yeah. love it. Same with him. <laughs> All right. More there kinjas. it is. Yeah. There it is. Yeah. Um, what would be your golden rule, your life mantra? If you could live by a principle mm. or how you live, what mm. would that be? Um, WWJD. Nice. What would Jesus do? Yeah. yeah. Nice. Yeah. For me, yeah, always put God first. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, always. you know, faith has to do with your belief system, right? How much you believe. Mm. So I think like it's hard to really think of that, you know. Mm. But it's important never to lose sight of it, I guess, mm-hmm. because for us too, we have kids. Yeah. And you know, we're in a place where, you know, there's a lot of choices in life, you know. Mm-hmm. So I think that's the hardest, but that's the most important, I believe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's good. It's good. Well, guys, Hyung, I'm super just thankful to have you guys here and oh, having these conversations oh, i mean man. even just from you know the the time that we spend i've known you i'm i'm hearing stories that i've never heard before <laughs> my life so i'm over here just my mind's getting blown man and um you know on top of the you know accomplishments in your career both of you guys and as incredible as it is and you guys paved the way for a lot of you know where entertainment is now too mm. you know from 
as big as K-pop is mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. I feel like that time was the origins of oh, it, yeah. it was and, fun it, time, and yeah. it just took yeah. off from yeah. there. And so that's it's, as awesome as that is, man, but just hearing the journey and seeing mm-hmm. the story unfold literally in front of my eyes, you know what I mean? And then hearing you firsthand talk about it from a very, you know, honest and human um, standpoint, I see just so much strength in you maybe like even more than Mm. what i thought Mm. you were you know what i'm saying like what from the fans perspective you see somebody's like wow you feel like they're invincible and then you know kind of falling to a place where you know you get to a place where essentially it's a a little bit darker you Mm. know and Mm. and um being vulnerable but seeing you literally rise up out of these ashes Mm. and let me tell you the difference mm. of that you know these days k-pop the genre and the industry itself is so glamorous mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but also you can't take away from the fact that technology has advanced mm-hmm. to where you can make songs enhanced you can make visuals enhanced everything is systematically possible mm-hmm. but i think what made it so different for us back in the day and steve Hill always says this he says see back then you either have it or you don't mm-hmm. at that time you didn't have like the extreme auto-tune and things and these t- these digital techniques. At that time, it was your raw talent. You got mm. it and you portray it. You have it or you don't. Yeah. And I think that's what made those times magical because at that time, with your own only God-given talent, you had to make it happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like It's very different from the Kinjas because Kinjas is a group of talented people that get together and they create and develop these mm. things, right? But back then, it was just... A few people with raw talent and just paving the way, yeah. you know. So I think yeah. that's what made it different mm. right. and mm. special. Yeah, and all these big companies start, you know, coming to like entertainment business. That that plays big factor in it too, because the big productions, big companies, actually they make you can spend money and make it look good. Yeah. You know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So so all these learning people, like they go into the system. And they come out as a product. They right. come out. They're manufactured. A byproduct of right. that system. Right. Right. It wasn't like that. Like back in the week, it was like a pop up store. It's like a, it's like a little company. Show me what you mm-hmm. got. And right. Make yeah. it happen. So you know? every company has different colors. Every company. I mean, every char- character and, and artist. Not that I'm not. I'm not saying they, right now like K-pop. I'm not. I don't, don't want to take anything away. Away from, from it. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah, yeah, K-pop yeah. Now, but yeah. it wasn't like that before. That's why it was special at that time. Yeah. But now. Uh, I think hopefully in the future, because J-pop has their moment too. Because mm-hmm. when you look at J-pop, J-pop's music was J-pop. Now mm-hmm. I don't want it to be K-pop to go down to the same route that you know J-pop. Did. Right, right, right. So I just want them to be more creative and, yeah. and do their thing. I mean, they're just doing so good right now. Yeah. yeah. So right. hopefully they could continue to you know you know blossom. Yeah, I'm excited. I think you know, like you said, the way you came into it is who you still are. You know, and you have that ability. And I'm excited to see. Straight up what the path is from here. How can people follow the journey? Where can uh, social media, all that, where you, where yeah. you so guys at? So we have, um, we're, we're also known as Westside Republic Media Group. Mm-hmm. Um, if you go to Yusungjun underscore official, you can go to his uh, artist page, which is his Instagram. Mm-hmm. And that same name, Yusungjun official, is his YouTube channel. And through there, we're going to be portraying a lot of um, future yeah. projects mm-hmm. and that's what's up. Of, yeah. That's yeah. what's up. Fun stuff. Yeah. 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 And show your love, guys. Yeah. Subscribe yeah. and follow. Yeah. 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 All of that. We'll have all that information in the notes. 
But thank you guys so much for coming thank through you, and, and speaking. Guys, thank you so much for listening or watching. If this is valuable to you in any way, shape, or form, all we ask that you do is share it. We're on all of our social media, Kindra's Podcast with a K, kindras.com slash podcast for the show notes. Um, keep sending the DMs. I love regramming all that stuff. I'm loving what you guys are learning. Uh, hop into your podcast apps. Get into the Apple Store. Give us five-star ratings. Leave us a review. We read all that stuff. And just, yeah, thank you guys for listening. We'll catch you guys next time. Peace. Catch your